Welcome to How I Work, a show about the tactics used by leading innovators to get so much out of their day. I'm your host, Dr. Amantha Imba. I'm an organizational psychologist, the CEO of Inventium, and I'm obsessed with finding ways to optimize my workday. This episode is another My Favorite Tip episode. The title's probably pretty self-explanatory. It's about my favorite tip from each of the interviews I conduct. I use this format because I sometimes feel myself as a podcast listener that I just want to get in, get the most amount of value from an episode and then get out. So in this format, I try to do just that. My guest today is Scott D. Anthony. Scott is a global authority on innovation and the former managing partner of InnoSight, the innovation and strategy consulting firm co-founded by Clayton Christensen. Scott has written several best-selling books and writes regularly for Harvard Business Review. And last year, Scott was awarded the Thinkers 50 Innovation Award, which recognizes the world's leading thinkers on innovation. I've known Scott for a little while now because our innovation consultancies, InnoSight and Inventium, formed a strategic partnership last year. And in this excerpt of my chat with Scott, I ask him about one of my favorite concepts that he talks about, the idea of zombie projects. So on that note, over to Scott. What a a zombie project is, essentially it's the walking undead. It is the shuffling, lingering project that if you are honest about it, will not ever have material impact, but it's the thing that is sucking all the innovation life out of an organization, or it's the thing that's killing your ability to do new things because you're working on all these zombie efforts that are taking all of your time and all of your energy. And I found that that idea really resonates inside large organizations because they have a lot of these things, because there is such a stigma about raising your hand and saying, the idea that we're working on is stupid. The idea that we're working on is never going to work. We really should stop this. There's such a stigma around it that the zombies shuffle and linger on. And the organization says, we wish we could innovate, but we have no time, space, or capacity. When, of course, they do if they could put the zombies out of their misery. But that's easier said than done. I'm interested in in your own working life. What are some zombies that you've identified for yourself and successfully killed? <laughs> That's a great question. Well, you know, when when I went through the transition earlier this year from going from the managing partner role to really transitioning that role to one of my U.S. colleagues, Patrick Biggery, and really focusing in on activities here in Singapore, it was a great moment for me because it allowed me to step back on my calendar and say which of the regular standing meetings that I had with colleagues who I love dearly, by the way, which are ones that are really things that are great investments of my time for both me and the other person, and which are ones that had just become routines that we did because the calendar told us that we should meet every X number of weeks. So it was a cleansing moment that allowed me to say, there are a couple of these things that I think make sense on both sides for us to keep. And there's a whole range of things that had gotten into the level of rituals that if you asked either side, does it actually make sense for us to be talking with this degree of frequency, they would actually say, no, both sides would. So uh, that was something that I I found, again, this great cleansing moment because I, I could actually remove 
50 to 70% of my standing meetings and, and nobody really noticed. They appreciated having more time, but they didn't notice wow. that the meetings weren't happening. <laughs> so, you know, I, I had the ability of a transition and role to do this, but it taught me that we all should do this. We all should step back and say, what are the rituals that I'm doing, the routine meetings that I have that actually don't really have a purpose anymore? And how do I get rid of them? Can you give me an example or two of those meetings that you've now gotten rid of and no one has even noticed or cared? One of the ones that, that I would point to is, you know, we had a, a standing operations op- update that I would have with my colleague, Gene Rumsey from the United States. And and I, I love Gene dearly. You know, Gene, Gene and I go way back. We've worked together for 14 years and we had a standing update call and we would have a call and dutifully try to find agenda items to go through. But, you know, it turned out that Gene and I could handle those agenda items really well via email. So we just kind of stopped having the calls and we started doing email updates. And Gene is just a ferocious task manager and she gets her job done exceedingly well without requiring those calls. And, and there you go. It just gets done. So that that is one example where we learned from doing this that that email allowed both of us to save time and didn't impair either one of our the effectiveness of either one of us. And, and you know, again, I, I bet you if anyone looks at their calendar with some degree of, I, I guess, objective skepticism, you will see the equivalent of the Gene Rumsey update call, where once you got a call, you got to prepare for it, you got to set an agenda for it, someone's got to send a follow up note, and so on. And if you just say, what would happen if we didn't do this, it ends up that the world just keeps on turning <laughs> and the, the world has kept on turning. And again, Jean knows that, that I am a long-term friend and big supporter. So she knows exactly what I'm saying when I go through this example. Hello there, me again. I hope that after hearing Scott talk, you are inspired to find some of your own zombies. At Inventium, about every two years, we run a zombie campaign where we ask all staff to submit zombies. And we've also taken things a step further and we also ask for vampires too. So these are things that are sucking the life out of us that they could still add value if they were changed or tweaked in some way. So, for example, right now, as I'm recording this, we're running a zombie campaign and one of the zombies that has been nominated, to give you an example, is a feature that we have in our online innovation training program, which is a weekly office hours chat. So for one hour a week, one of our consultants called Inventiologists will have time blocked out in their diary and we'll be hanging out in an online chat room for anyone doing the program to come online and ask questions or get some help. But here's the thing, while all our clients love the sound of it, barely anyone uses it. So our zombie committee is now questioning whether we kill off this feature and win back an hour of time every week. So I'd love to know uh, from you if you decide to go on a zombie hunt or perhaps even run your own zombie campaign in your team or organisation. I know that we've had clients do this and they literally saved hundreds of hours and many, many dollars through doing this. So that's it for today. If you like this excerpt, you might want to listen to my full chat with Scott, which I link to in the show notes. And if you're enjoying how I work, why not leave a review in Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts? Uh, I just love getting feedback from listeners. So leave a review or you might even want to send me a note. I always have my email address in the show notes as well. So that is it for today and I'll see you next time.